seen this book. It's called So that Don't Talk to You. Just for your enjoyment. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. We are live and on the right scene now, too. Woo. Excellent. Stop it. Get back over here. <laughs> <laughs> Align center, Matt. All right. Just checking. Just checking. Make sure this is live. I don't want a recording of us doing this recording. Why not? Because that's lying. <laughs> Mike. I added a placeholder, so now so now somebody drops out. There's just a name. <laughs> is he with us in spirit? He is. Mike is not absent. He is just delayed. Hello, Cowart. How are your tacos today? <laughs> Oops. Wow, we are exceptionally quiet. Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm fiddling again. What are you doing? There he goes again. I, Somebody I stop let him. You do that. <laughs> We're live. <laughs> See, uh, well, I've changed some. I've changed the way the stream is set up. So, I've got scenes for everyone's input. So, I've got a scene that has that has um, Matt's capture, and I can see his eyes glazing over. But it's got Matt's video capture, a frame, and his his nameplate, and I've got one of those for everybody. And so, it's good because I can reuse it in the different scenes. So, if I go to say the map scene. Uh, I don't have to. I don't have to recreate those things each time. You just bring that scene into another scene. It's a nested scene. It's an OBS thing. There's videos, all kinds of them. Um, but anyway, I don't think that word means what you think. <laughs> you use it a lot. Which, which one? <laughs> scene. Scene. <laughs> but when when I when I bring a scene into another scene. I can't go and hi. Uh, I can't go and mess with the the original scene because it, it, because it it changes <laughs> it changes on every scene. So if I go if so if I go to Matt's because there's a little line when when you're talking Matt, and because it, it's capturing that from Skype. But if I go in and I, you know, try to change it. See how see how you've you've moved, but I'm on it. I'm on a different spot, so it's a little it's a little fiddly. Would you please do me a favor and tell that again? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no! It made perfect sense the first time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I am exceptionally profoundly appreciative of you for all that you've done creating this stream and the outline and everything that we do in Twitch. So thank you, Jamie, very much. I will and, continue to make fun of you, but thank you. And all the scenes, the many, many, many. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I see Mike is green in Discord. Oh, no, everything's going to go weird. Ooh. Is that green like gonna get uh, funky. fifth element green? Green. Super green. Super, Super green. 
Let's hope so. Oh, I need to watch that again. So, Fifth Element was a movie that came out <laughs> a long time ago. That was like the '90s, I think. Uh, Honestly, just, it's they, it's about they, 30, they re- thirty year anniversary, right? Yeah, yeah. They released it in uh, Regal uh, in the theater again for one one I, showing only. Is that coming up? I would love to see it in the theater again. It's our, It's coming on. It's coming on. Well, thank you. Sorry for announcing that. <laughs> Is your job to let him know? <laughs> no, it's no, not. I think it's, it's not. Casey's job. He's, he's <laughs> right. Casey is actually, yeah. The movie guy. He works for the company. Yeah. A movie company? Yeah, he works for Regal doing oh, Regal. Regal things. I don't know. Cut that. It's I don't very know fancy. I don't know if we can talk about him or not. Cut the mic, cut the mic, cut the mic. I might, <laughs> might hit the DMCA or whatever those letters are for bad words I think to uh, you're doxing him you're revealing things about him mm. what does that, I saw I saw someone use the word um oh shoot I don't even know what it is multipass multipass <laughs> it's like it sounds like conglomerate but that's not it uh conflagration no less less letters conspiracy nope what does it mean I don't know compounded I don't know. Here's the, the word. I don't know what it is, and I don't know what it means. Can you help me figure out which is word? No. It has letters, but I'm not sure which ones. This is like a really, really tough version of Wordle here. So. It's the worst version of Wordle, yes, I would worst. argue. Uh, I can't can see you... any words. Hang on. You don't even know what the word means? He was trying to find out what the word means, but now he can't think of what the word is, I think. So last back. week, <laughs> <laughs> this is a non-game. I, mean, I don't right. know what this is. I don't know. I, I think we just need. Mike. <clears throat> I think that's. What yeah, I think I think Mike's Mike's coming. He's, he's the glue. Yeah, and so, I think he's 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 on his way. Gromulent. The na- the word is gromulent. That's is not it, a word. Is it not a word? Wallace gromulent. You Are you saying Wallace. Romulan like the enemies of the of the elves and the dwarves? Cromulent. <laughs> with a with a Charlie or a golf? A Charlie. Cromulent. I don't know that word. Okay. Apparently it means well, somebody Google perfectly it. adequate. Cromulent. Cromulent. Yeah. So well, why not just say adequate? This is just as many syllables. Adequate. Is that like Romulan. is that like the race to mediocrity? <laughs> <laughs> it's it, the 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 Oxford Language Dictionary has a tag on it says humorous. So Google the first thing that comes up is cr- the question is is Cromulent a real word now? <laughs> like, <laughs> does this still exist? One of those new age words that doesn't exist yet. Is this like Grok? Like some author just invented yeah. this word? Cromulent has crept so deep into the language that it is has even shown up as a hypothetical example in a Supreme Court amicus brief, A-M-I-C-U-S, I don't know what that word is, amicus brief. Quote, while we don't yet enter Cromulent into our dictionaries, it's a perfectly Cromulent candidate for future entry. That's like using the word to describe itself. That's some bullshit right there. <laughs> it's acceptable. Like what is fla- yes, there you go? What what does flamascus mean? Well, it means flamascus. Of course. 
Yes. I'm, I'm highly surprised. And now we know. Oh, no. Flamascus <laughs> is just a uh, a notation number of drachma. I have Flamascus drachma right now. <laughs> oh, I'm the GM. <laughs> I can make up words all day long. Welcome, Mike. Quick, oh, hand out XP. Wait, wait. <laughs> Everybody has inspiration. Yes. The stream Everybody is. Has inspiration. We're playing musical. We're playing musical squares on the stream. There's Rachel and the idea of Rachel on the screen right now. Oh, minus, minus the Heath. And this is why Jamie's scenology is a good thing, right? So yeah, that's true. You can unseen the scenes. <laughs> what? Oh, and therefore he deletes you, Heath. Oh, <laughs> You're you. out of here, man. Oh, you talking talk crap? Bam! You don't exist. And with Please. that comment... Gone. Gone. <laughs> How is everyone? What did I miss? Anything fun? Yes, Crime we were, Choco we're, Taco. Yes, that's definitely the best part of the conversation. <laughs> Choco, Choco, Taco. Choco Taco. That was before we went live, though, so we could rehash oh, that. My bad. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> well, Choco Tacos are cromulent. <laughs> I think they're more than cromulent. Yeah, they're Perfectly way better cromulent. than cromulent. <laughs> like uber cromulent? No. No. It's like super adequate. Super adequate. <laughs> I mean, that's not as high as I put them. <laughs> exceptionally, exceptionally cromulent. <laughs> that's uh, that's going to be the title of my autobiography now. It's super adequate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> moderately adequate or moderately <laughs> cromulent. Good enough is overachieving. <laughs> Specifically, Cromulent. <laughs> Exclusively, even. Exclusively, yeah. Cromulent. I don't know what's going on. Wait, you have us in the right places. I've got almost all of the pixel shook. <clears throat> right. Okay. Extraordinary. Yes. Luminous Grove. Luminous Grove? Hey! Hello. I'm not going into work tomorrow. I'm not picking you up. <laughs> and there's Ren. We have three viewers. Thank Gasp. you. I'm going to log out. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Don't I've swear. Tried to do we'll it. get an explicit tag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we do have that. <laughs> Luckily, oh. we haven't copied anybody's music yet. I yeah, will get to uh, have... Um, uh, moderator uh, rights now. So yes. I'll have to censor myself. So behave. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. So, Mike, I wanted to let you know that your quote about summoning um, Umber Hulk in your house for not paying taxes has had <laughs> two viewers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> two. I was one of them. But you've had two viewers, which is unfortunate because it's one of the best things I've heard in a long, long time. That's uh, comedy gold right there. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Can't you tell? It is, it is comedy Veldspar. Right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's definitely cromulent. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't, shouldn't have brought that up. I should write that word down. I've, I've heard cromulent a lot, but no, no one said in Bigand yet. <laughs> which is from which is from the same gag. 
Embiggened? Embiggened, yeah. Well, shit, now I have to Google that. Is that uh, if, just... if, if, you, if you Googled cromulent, it's all right there in the same thing because it says, is cromulent a real word? And right below it, it says, is embiggen a cromulent word? <laughs> no. My <laughs> Google first list. thing is dictionary, Oxford language, cromulent. Yeah. Scroll down. Humorous. Scroll down. A noble spirit embiggens the smallest man. The, uh, the, the first one that's not cromulent or embiggen is what means in capital letters. Oh. Uh, yeet. <laughs> That's what it says. It says what means yeet. What, what, what means, means yeet? yeet. What I need a t-shirt yeet? that just says that what means yeet. That hurts. That oh hurts my me. god. <laughs> my grammar brain is like bent Stop a little it. right now. You know, it's really funny. Speaking of t-shirts, uh, the charismatic voice. Mm-hmm. Heath, and I, Heath and I are like hooked on that and we've talked about it a little bit before. But she was reviewing um, Metallica's uh, Master of Puppets. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, which, yeah. which I didn't know. She did a lot of research, and I didn't know that it was the only song ever put into, like, so-and-so something because it was anti-drug and this, that, and the other. Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's... All right. The charismatic voice, you should absolutely check this out on YouTube. She is amazing. But specifically, check out Master of Puppets because the research she did, she's talking about them going to the the Hall of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and that the song itself has acquired some sort of status that I can't remember right now. That is unique; like it's it, never it's, been done it's before. It's in the right? national. For, it's, it's the only. It's either the only or the first heavy metal song that went into the national archive for something to do with American culture, and it yeah. had to do with basically drugs. Drugs. Yeah, I mean, and you watch her and she gets completely excited because she's this operatic singer and this voice coach and all this stuff. And she just breaks it down and breaks it down over and over again. She's magnificent. She also plays D&D. So. Yeah, she's a cosplayer as well. <laughs> Crossing her fingers. Yeah, I'll send her like... I'll send her 15 emails a day until she comes on. <laughs> she, her, she's got the most expressive eyebrows. She does. She it's, does. It's hilarious. And she's just obviously brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. she just... I mean, I have nothing to compare to. She could be completely, totally full of crap for all I know. She could be cromulent. She could be cromulently <laughs> full of crap. But she's, I, I, she's really good. Anyway, that, the whole purpose of that was she has a, she now has, she has gear, right? She has yeah. merch. And one of them is spoiled, hashtag spoiled by metal. And I want that shirt so bad. Like, <laughs> because she started out as an operatic singer and like doing all these things and then started listening to heavy metal songs. And you could actually watch her in like real time falling in love with these singers. Yeah. And it's amazing. So yeah, she's totally spoiled by metal as all I people should a, be. I imagine her as the, uh, the goth from the IT crowd that is like a successful <laughs> business person until he discovers cradle of filth. <laughs> I just love that man name. <laughs> I, I do. I do have to admit that I do. I really, really enjoy some of those reaction videos, and they're not really not the reaction part, but the um, the breakdown part. Mm-hmm, like she yeah. does a really nice job of pointing out things that you know the the normal you know uh, plebeian wouldn't wouldn't uh, wouldn't pick out. There's a there's a guitarist. Um, I think I think his videos are just called you know a guitar teacher reacts to something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's you know trying to get people to come to his his guitar course, which is fine, 
but he his his breakdowns of some of snarky puppies um uh, videos and he did one on um uh polyphia i think is how you pronounce it uh goat g-o-a-t it's a it's it's completely instrumental there's no there's no vocals in it um but the the band is three people i believe a drummer a bassist and a guitarist there may be a, a second guitarist but I'm, I'm i'm not certain of that but the dude uh, the the lead guitarist um is just out of this world and it's it's so beyond my knowledge of like musical structure and and how the notes are are <laughs> are presented uh that it just it sounds like noise to me at times and he's he's talking about how oh they've they've got this you know chord progression and it goes from uh, the bassist to the the guitarist and then back again and he's he's calling out the chord progressions he's like oh i never would have you know done an a7 to a to an r14 you know minor a third whatever you know compressed and, and like huh i feel like you made that all up i didn't it's, it's completely true <laughs> I've, I, I went and gotten my uh, yeah no it's completely made up um <laughs> But yeah, he, he's he's saying all these things, and you know, it's like I have no idea what he's saying. But it's very interesting to hear the way a a knowledgeable person can can relate to this to the music in a different way than I do. So, does he say the word diphthong? Because <laughs> uh, if, you, if, only if, if you tip him on his live streams, if nothing else, <laughs> I have learned what a diphthong is using or listening to the charismatic voice. Okay. Which I never heard of, and it's absolutely cromulent. <laughs> what is it? So, so uh, I, go ahead. No, I was going to say that I summoned Puzzle behind the door. That <laughs> 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 was that was I was going to go there, but I thought you were going to explain a diphthong. No, so I'm not going to do that. Leave that as please, a please don't. Listen. That's yes, exactly. That's homework. <laughs> Listen to next week. We'll explain what a diphthong is before we start playing again. So, you guys are at the edge of Cauldron. You have uh, surrounded Mavu's um, mansion. Surrounded. It is surrounded. surrounded. It is surrounded. I <laughs> put you all there. There we yeah. were, surrounded. <laughs> it's a building. And, uh, Kaudun, you're going to summon uh, Pazel inside of Mavu's mansion and do some reconnaissance yeah see okay cast a spell you do well, you don't cast a spell you bring her yeah. back to life or whatever yeah. back into existence and she is inside and she flies around for you know x amount of time five minutes just checking things out sure. some places she can't get to she can't open doors um but she sees upstairs how's my sound just real quick it's fine good 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 okay so she Problem does what? Cromulent, thank you very much. <laughs> adequate. I'll take adequate. She um, spent some time downstairs, and she sees the regular things. You know, a kitchen and dining room and yada yada, a place to hold um, parties for people. And then she goes upstairs and finds a bedroom. And in the bedroom, there is a desk and a chair and a closed um, journal. And... Beyond that, just the standard things that you would find in a, I guess, medieval fan fantasy mansion. 
you know, nothing out of the ordinary that you can think of. Okay. Um, can she pick up the journal? Can she pick up the journal? Can she pick up the journal? She sure. can carry, she can sure. carry yeah. like five yeah, pounds, yeah. I think. Cool. Something yeah, like that. No problem. No problem. She will grab the journal. Okay. She I, has grasped the journal. Okay. Good. And how will have her? I'll ask her to fly it down to the front door. Okay. She's flappity flapping there, holding a journal at the front Fuck. door on the inside. Yeah. Oh no, I can't tell. Where is it? Smash. <laughs> Just awkwardly <laughs> trying to get it back through the mail slot. <laughs> and out through the yeah. It's, it's flapping like <laughs> flapping like crazy. What are you doing? This is torture. You put her back in the 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 extra dimensional space, and the, the book falls. Yeah. She reappears, picks it back up, the book falls over and <laughs> yes. over. This is insanity. Uh, okay, so we've got it close to the front door. Yep, um, at the front door. If only I could, like... Pick a lock. Um, actually, I can... Hang on just a second. Let me check something. Do you need help with the door? <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, no. The specific kind of help he's offering, I think. There's also the option of the window. Okay. Help with that too. I I look to the left and I look to the right. Is there anybody over here? You said that you said that the front of the mansion actually faces the outer wall, right? Yeah, you you kind of go around behind the main uh, thoroughway of uh, Obsidian Avenue. So his mansion doesn't even touch Obsidian Avenue. It's on the back side, like a little corner. You guys, you're you're tokens are covering it up but you can see so yes the answer to your question is yes it's off the main drag <laughs> people that come back come don't, do not come back there very often um and looking around you don't really see anybody except for you know people you're with okay um then i can i is there a glass or a window or something that I can actually see into, like the foyer? Sure. Or oh yeah. There's a there's All a right. glass there's a glass window in the door. Okay. I teleport into the foyer. Teleport. Messy step. Messy step. Okay. You messy step. You are now inside of Mavu's house. Uh, you have um, your. I just lost her name. Puzzle. Puzzle. Puzzle's sitting there flapping rapidly, holding this I take thing the up. book out of her. Out of her. Absolutely sweating her ass off. Silence. <laughs> you got the book. And I missed you step out. Okay. That's a neat trick. Wow. <clears throat> Let me mark those. Wonder, for my next trick. I've been able to do that. Seriously, that was cool. <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> um, quite some time, actually. <laughs> Just hasn't, hasn't, uh, the need hasn't arisen. So here is the journal. We'll flip it over and just kind of peruse through it real quick. Let me guess. It's written in like, um, Alquan it's, or something. It's, it's written in Mavu. So you open the book and start flipping through it. It's, it is a ledger. It's an economic ledger. It's, uh, sales, income, outcome, uh, export, import, um, couple of notes and the gist of it is it shows an increase in sales to the city guard over time. But then at a certain point, because of the tax increase, it's canceled out the money he was making extra by selling to the city 
even though the city guard had increased. So his earnings had broken even for more and more work. And he's got a note in there basically saying, I'm working for free. Mm-hmm. And that's nothing, no more specifics, but it's just, it's his ledger. It's showing that he was doing a lot, a lot, a lot of business, but that the tax rate got so high that he was breaking even at best. And it was just, you know, aggra- aggravatedly writing in there, I'm working for free. You know, why am I doing this? Okay. I, but nothing I, beyond that, nothing. I hand a journal to. Oh, anybody else want to take a look at this? Yeah, I'll have a look. Okay. I hand it to Terethiel. Um, Terethiel would like to check to see if there's anything dodgy going on in this ledger. <laughs> Give me an idea. What... I guess, uh, uh, is he doing anything to try and... Uh, we know that he stopped paying his taxes, but is like, he doing anything to try and hide money? Is like he... cook the books. Okay. Yeah, give, is he recording a... any sales that might actually be not what is written down and is probably something else? Give me an investigation check with intelligence. And anybody could help, or I, somebody's going to do it for you. I can, I can help him. So then, uh, all right, let me roll that again then. 24. 24. Nice. No, these books are his personal ledgers. They are not being cooked. And you can see very, very clearly after looking at him, investigating that everything, all his little sub notes are absolutely correct. Like his, his, uh, his importing of weapons, even buying weapons from um, the local blacksmith, all these things to give weapons to the city guard has gone up quadruple over the last six months. But over those last six months, the tax increase that you see has gone almost tenfold Hmm. for import and export. So you can see that the the numbers are correct, that he's barely breaking even by doing all the additional importing and sales to the city. No one suffers as much as the innocent merchant. It seems okay. as though I'll I'll nod on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we did a nodding noise. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, if we're done with it, then um, I will misty step back in, give it to Pazel. She can fly it up there. And when she comes back, I'll misty step out. Okay. Do you, do you want me to just unlock the door? <laughs> <laughs> this well, is a, this is a much more interesting mode of transportation. I, uh, can, you, can you keep doing that forever? No, <laughs> it does get tiring. <clears throat> Let me brag, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. If these so are you... the official books. Um, that Mavu has. Do you think that maybe there is another copy that he is showing to someone else to lie about his income? Would there be anything to gain from that? There there would be if he wasn't flat out refusing to pay his taxes. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm getting a feeling that this really is kind of what we're 
it's it's whatever's written on the tin, right? It's this dude who makes a living doing this, and the taxes are crushing him. Now we don't know yeah. why we don't know why somebody attacked his warehouse, but I don't I don't think we're going to get much more out of Mavu. I think we need to look elsewhere. I, I think he's honestly a victim. But how much of a victim? Because he's gone missing. Yeah, what if they arrested him? Like a political prisoner? Yeah. yeah thanks. Refusing, That's a good idea. Write I that mean, down. refusing to pay taxes. <laughs> That's right. Refusing to pay taxes and just disappears off the face of the planet. I mean, that's if I was a merchant, I would start paying my taxes. <laughs> for, the, for those of you listening at home, Matt did the did the evil stroking of the chin <laughs> just just now. So we need to be on stroking noise. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the same noise, no matter what. So what's completely ironic is I started listening to um, lectures. MIT records all the lectures and posts them for free. Mm. You don't get a degree, you don't get whatever, you just you're auditing classes. I've been listening to the MIT intro into inter, uh, economics for the last couple of days. So I feel like I need to do a chart at some point. <laughs> but we'll see that later. Anyway. Profit loss. Profit, yeah. Yeah. I could see I could see Matt submitting a paper to uh, you know the Economist that says it's it's a uh, an economic breakdown of import and export taxes in the city of Cauldron during the years <laughs> of you know, five hundred to six hundred. It's totally see, this, not this cromulent. This graph of our subscribers is going up and to the right. <laughs> yeah, once we started talking about economics, it's going down. Cancelled immediately. It's still to the right because People, that indicates time and we can't figure out how to reverse that. People withdrew their Amazon things immediately. <clears throat> so yeah, the books look legit um, and they're just occasional various notes of him just, you know, his thoughts in the sides. Um, but that's a, I mean, 24, that's an amazing role. Uh, you don't find anything nefarious or you don't feel like he's cooking the books or anything like that. You feel like this is his legit business. And, you know, you, you've been around for a while. He's known as a legit businessman because he deals almost exclusively with the city. So there's not much he can there's not a whole lot of uh, leeway there as to what he can do with his uh, sales he's and not, whatnot. However, not selling, it is not selling bucklers to the guards under the table or anything. Like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, uh, uh, but it is him dealing ex- almost exclusively with the city guard. Is there any indication um, of him? Um, expanding his business, going to, you know, um, what's the word? A diversification? You know, expanding his portfolio? No, not necessarily. It just shows that most of the, uh, most of his, most of his supply comes from either uh, the local merchants that do uh, weapons and armory or majorly comes from Sasserine, a uh, city at the coast, uh, importing most of the stuff there and selling it to the city and the city guard. Why did you do that, Matt? 
Oh, too far. I was looking. Well, I was looking at the Twitch stream. I was like, my head was at the edge. Yeah, oh, we want we want to be able to see you. See, that's better. I'm nice and center. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So Fairzan kind of you know scratches his, scratches the head a little bit. And says, "Well, if things are on the up and up with Mavu, then I guess we should figure out who would benefit from his disappearance. Another supplier of these things." Or if there has been, if there is some some way to bypass these taxes, so that someone could, well, get get away with making making more without having to pay them. Well, let's not forget the Harlequin. I mean, we we've got like two things happening here. You know, the Harlequin got our attention ran down the way we ran into this umber hulk which i mean okay yeah it tore up mavu's place but really it just sort of said sowed chaos but so why lure us there excuse me why lure us there right i mean it could be it could be that um it was intentional that it was Mavu's place, or it could be that Mavu's place just ha- happened to be big enough to have a summoning circle in it, you know. So the fact that you know we're that Mavu's involved may just be incident incidental. One of the things um, that I have been studying is tactics, and so <clears throat> positioning is very important. So we may have intercepted this attack intended for something else. Were there any other buildings that? could have been a target as well on that on that street sure so i'm just wondering if there's not some way that um we can find out more about you know jingly jingly dude (laughs) since we know he's involved and and we don't have i guess we don't have enough of a did we have enough of a description to be able to locate or at least try to to des- to describe him to somebody or who are we talking about the harlequin the jester the oh sure yeah you could absolutely describe him you could draw him james uh Ferrisong could easily draw him you could buy like, a deck it, of cards and there's two two pictures of him in there. <laughs> yeah exactly i mean he he was unique and i actually have god I, I meant to get this ready but i don't have it tonight i'll have it next for next time i have an image that i've created of the Harlequin, of the Jester character, uh, but I just don't have it please, uploaded yet to produce. Please it, let but... it be Matt in makeup. It tight photo of Matt in a Jester's hat and tights. Come on, so I have that picture. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> is that the next Patreon goal? <laughs> that is the ultimate stretch goal of a billion dollars before that <laughs> yeah, shows up anywhere in the public. If we get two new subscribers tonight, that still probably <laughs> won't happen. But come on, but just just double it up. Just um, try. So yeah, on <laughs> If if you chose to, uh, it wouldn't even be a role. Like you have a good eye. You saw him. You saw him in action. You saw him moving. He taunted you a couple of times. I mean, yeah, you could easily draw him. No problem. Okay. So, Fairzon will say, if that's the the lead that we need to pursue then i can 
maybe give us some assistance there. And he you know, pulls out the, the paper pad and starts, starts sketching. Good. Did we make a reservation at that restaurant? Sorry, you can still do that. I was just making sure that I'm on the same page as everybody. You made a restaurant to meet up tonight at the um, Koine... No, the no. Sunrise Cup or whatever. Sun, sunrise, the Cusp of Sunrise. Trust, yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry, Cusp. I just want to make sure. I had it no, written down. You're I was right. Like, All right. You're right. Okay. And there's been some time passed, so you're um, basically waiting for your, like, dinner reservations at the cusp okay. with Lavu, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 you're right. I had actually forgotten about that, but yeah. We, we made a reservation in the hopes of meeting Lavu there, but we didn't inform Lavu about any of this. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. true. <laughs> uh, no, we need to find him and invite him. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. <laughs> Want to get some dinner, bro? Uh, let's see. Where is the Cusp Sunrise? I've lost it. Ba, 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 ba. Got a 11 on the painter's supplies roll. Okay. Up to the east on the third day. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a low number. Hang on. It's 10. Cusp of Sunrise is number 10. God. So Caldoon's standing on it, I think. Yeah, it's, it's in the, <laughs> is that what it is? Okay, it's in the northeast. Because I, I knew it was really, really close to Mavu's place, because nineteen is the other super high ritzy place. Um, Coinixie. Coinixie. Yep. But yeah, just around the corner was um, Cusp of Sunrise. So yes, you're right, uh, Alma. You do have reservations with the five of you tonight at eight p.m. at the Cusp of Sunrise. So if we have a picture, somewhat serviceable, of this dude, jingly dude, jingles, can I guess we could go to maybe the guard, see if they know anything about him. Okay. Where? What's? What's going on? Tell me what you're doing. Well, the guard I think is five, right? Five Even the guard house, like not just a random guard on the street, but like go to the guard no, house, yeah. discuss it with him. Okay. So the plan, everybody going to uh, load up and go to the guardhouse? Because sure. it's just, it's not far from here. It's not. It's just a couple blocks. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I don't want to go in there, but I support that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't trust any of them, but I, don't I think it's necessary. At least to see what they tell us, even if it's not the truth. Yeah, you would actually, Alma. You would be good. Your your spidey sense is probably pretty good when people are lying. Tarathios I'd like to bad. think so. Hmm? I, I have a uh, pass, passive insight of seventeen. So mine's not terrible. Holy no. cow! Okay. Yeah, between the two of you, you've got it all figured out. So you should come with us. <laughs> I guess it it is better than being on the street on my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, we'll see you then. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's not what I meant. This is shadowy figure standing outside of the guardhouse. <laughs> so the four of you are going to head over to the just the guard plantation, the compound. Yeah, we've been there before, like some. Yeah, many times, many many times. 
Uh, you go in, you go to the front desk, you see the same sergeant who's typically there, and he looks at you, and he he shows a look of recognition and a little bit of um, like micro excitement, like ooh, look, micro. you know what I mean, like <laughs> like his pupils dilate. Well, try not to show it, but he a celebrity. Yeah, well, it, 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 he's trying not to show it. But a celebrity just walked in and was like, okay, hi, uh, can I help you? Yeah, we uh, we were attacked this afternoon by uh, a jester-looking fella. And oh my goodness, attacked. Okay. And he pulls out a piece of paper and he starts writing. Here's a, here's a picture. It looks kind of like this. And so, he, you know, hopefully nice. it captured, you know, like the... the the uniqueness of like the mask and the pattern and all that kind of stuff for okay. so he doesn't look like every other dandy elf running around. Right. As so many there are. And he takes it <laughs> and he looks at it and goes it, it squints a little bit. Is this uh he turns it to show you guys. Is this last laugh? Maybe. Because it does, you know, the the makeup's there, but it's a little off, that kind yep. of thing. And it's for taking notes. Well, where were you attacked? By um, Mavu's um, warehouse. Uh, oh, yes. On the northwest a... side. Yep. Were you part of the great commotion that happened? In the face. <laughs> In the face. He nods. He's just taking word, every word, word yes. for word. What do you think? Yes. We were part of that commotion. Well, we have a report from the sergeant that was on duty as well as the MTA that showed up. Um, mm-hmm. Let us know what had happened. Um, is there any additional yes, information this, you can tell us? This fella disappeared literally. He, like, attacked oh. us and disappeared. Like Right mag- before like the magic. big bug. Very much so like magic. I'll inform the MTA. And he takes another note. Magical. Last laugh. Jester. You. Jester. Bad sense of humor. <laughs> Worst <laughs> aim. So you... He missed. Was anybody injured? Not by him? Not I by him. I don't think he hit anybody, did he? Takes, no. Takes uh, he didn't. He, he, he didn't actually attack anybody. So, no. nobody. Was, he antagonized, and sometimes he, that's worse. They did antagonize. Yes, he did. Ferzan says... Uh, we do not we do not believe his purpose was to injure us as much as to lure us to where the umber hulk came through the warehouse oh i see so we think he may did have he summon... something to do with its appearance he's taking notes again all right last laugh in cahoots with the umber hulk got it taking notes he seems, very, he seems very, very serious. Like everything he's doing, he's taking it very seriously. Is this is he a sergeant? Yes. Sergeant, do you know of any other buildings or homes on near the warehouse that are of import? Like import export? export? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Not 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 import export, but uh, would be a target for someone to destroy or attack. 
Well, there there are several uh, warehouses in the in that area. It's it's uh, Mavu's got one there. Um, Tiger's got a, a his his pawn. I call it a pawn shop because it, it's old things. Um, there's Garthens Imports. Um, there's several several other businesses that have to do with import and export, but. Not very many. This is not exactly a. Uh, it's not exactly zoned for commercial use. Not these a are, Delta Hub. It's 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 not. <laughs> these are old buildings in from, uh, basically grandfathered in. This is more of a residential area, churches, houses, things like that. Okay. Any of them have great big rooms where one could draw a magical circle on the floor? His magical circle. <laughs> I am not aware. <laughs> I am not aware. <laughs> warehouses. We could... there, there's a couple of warehouses. Sure. I mean, if there had there's, there's space enough to do, and I mean, you guys saw that it was a like a 35, 40 foot diameter uh, ring that had been drawn. You described that like sure, any warehouse in that area could do it. But it would have enough space for it, sure. Maybe we should pay a visit to Taiga and what was the other one? Well, there's Tigalts, but he does. He's he's a. Uh, I mean, antiques. I mean, he just does antiques. And then there is the other importer, Garthen. Maybe but we he does go by Garthen's warehouse to see if anything unusual has happened there. Well, it's just around the corner. Actually, uh, I know you guys frequent the uh, the Drunken Morkoff. It's just around the corner from there. But he imports and exports primarily food goods, exports the uh, the fruits that we have in the area, and it brings in um, fish and, and other meats. But it's just right around the corner. We can warn the other warehouse owners, but unfortunately, Marvu seems to have left the city. Is there any way we could get a look in his other warehouses? Just to make sure everything's okay? As far as I know, that's his only warehouse. Uh, well, no, he's got some smaller ones closer. He's got like to, three, I think. Yeah, he's got some smaller ones closer to the lake. That's his main warehouse. Um, Yes, yeah, the absolutely. The four of you, uh, if you will allow guards to accompany to make sure everything's on the up and up, by all means, we would absolutely uh, be ex- happy to have you help us. As long as they Just... accept the the dangers that go along with accompanying us to places, we have a tendency to attract trouble. Do you accept them running away? Yes. We would hope that they would run away. We will give orders for them to <laughs> run from any non-human uh, interactions that may happen within the city. And we can actually comes up above their knee. What's funny is that most of this this party is exclusively non-human. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> yeah, there are no humans in this party. It's it's not mostly. <laughs> it's all yeah. Uh, and he's he he thinks for a moment we could uh, we could actually contact the MTA and have a few of them go with you if you need some additional uh, 
magical support. Are we sure about this, y'all? <laughs> I mean that. I say that as an aside. <laughs> I mean that Wait. that Ren character needs a redemption, so. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he did a perfectly, perfectly carmulent job. <laughs> Knew that was coming. Well, we're like like two blocks away from this yep. stuff. Yep. So, I mean, Very close. sure. Why not? Because we're just going to do an about face and go south, and bam, we're right there. Okay. Let's go check out the warehouse then. Thank you for your help, Sergeant. What we're going to find, of course, now that we have guards with us, is a gilded murder basement <laughs> deluxe. <laughs> yeah. That just is fan. It's such a such an excellent like hideout that we can't use now because the guards. Have it. <laughs> Let's take it over forever. Yeah. If you, if you give me just, just a moment <laughs> to get the orders written and get you some escorts, uh, three or four minutes, and he hops up and pets back in the back, and just a few minutes later, there are three guards coming out, and they're all three half-orcs. And they look... Excellent. <laughs> they look um, like they're trying to be grisly and intimidating. Poorly, but they join you. They have all the accoutrement. They're just half work guards, like any other guards you've seen in town. And they move up to you and they look at the sergeant. And the sergeant points to you and says, "You're going to follow their orders." And they all salute and they look to you at attention. Kapla, Grumish. Kapla, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kaplat. Zug, zug, dog. <laughs> More work. Oh no. Work yes, complete. Work complete. <laughs> so where is it that you're heading? Warehouse. Well, if I I think eight is one of his warehouses it's on the map. Way. It is. Mm-hmm. Where, so that's warehouse? quite quite across the street. Yeah. Uh, you guys show up. It is closed. It's locked up. Um, you're there with the guards. And it's typical warehouse right like there are large double doors for carts and whatnot to come in and out everything's locked up you check a door check front door there's nobody here and everything is uh securely locked okay to rathiel is there a window (laughs) yeah there's windows just imagine like a Imagine like a port warehouse, just one large building, couple of, you know, a couple of uh, doors here and there, large bay windows, just a little bit higher around the way. Yeah, there's there's windows. Okay, just one second. I walk. Okay, I walk over and put my hand on the door. Boom! And there's a there's a light pop as Pazel appears on the side of the door. Okay. I'm just going to have her just do a little quick once over. All right, so inside this other warehouse, there's a smaller portion of the warehouse that's been sequestered, that's closed off. Very obviously the office. And the entire rest of the warehouse is just loaded up with crates. And I don't mean like floor to ceiling, but like it's 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 fairly full, fairly business, or a fairly uh, busy business, you can tell. But there's nobody working today. Empty. And no sign of anything written on the floor. 
Do not see any, nothing. Nothing out of the ordinary here. Speaking of today, what is today, like day of the week? Um, what is it, a work day? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a work day. It's Thor's day. Is it, is it weird that there is nobody working? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. It is out of the ordinary, yes. Okay. All right. My pocket bazelle. Look at the rest of our body. It's empty. No one's working. It's nothing unusual, though. Just a bunch of crates. <clears throat> it is odd, though, that it's abandoned, basically. Should we go in and have a look around? Dorothy just can. turns to, to stare at our three half yeah, <laughs> odd friends. Exactly. They're not rigidly at attention, but they're standing attentively. Uh, where and does you... the law stand on us doing that thing? We were given permission to right. investigate. And yeah. when Farzan says that, they all three just kind of shrug at each other and nod. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so do you want uh, to take care of the lock? No, no. Let, <laughs> let me have a go. Uh, and Trathiel well, will... Uh, while Trathiel's spring. doing this, I'm going to whip out the picture of the um, jester and sort of scoop myself over to the orcs or the half orcs and hold it up and it's like have you seen have you <laughs> seen this guy while Trathiel's doing his sneaky shit they the, <laughs> like one of them takes it like it's obviously maybe like the higher rank guy maybe he's a corporal over them but he takes it he looks at it shows the other two hands it back to you and just nods no no how long have you been um, part of the guard here in Calder? Give me an insight check. Bum, bum, bum. Insight check. Insight check. Good insight. 23. 23. I rolled a 20. <laughs> 23. Uh, the, the one that's talking the most, um, I don't know what, six months, looks the other two and they kind of nod. You do not believe him. Okay. All right. So you're pretty comfortable in town then? They nod. Yes, affirmative. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I, I think it's kind of good that they've gotten more people to sort of bolster the guard. There's been a lot of crime lately, apparently. They kind of uh, pump up a little bit like they're they're the new man in town. Like we're taking care of what they couldn't be taken care of ahead of time. You know, before mm-hmm. they brought us in to, you know, kick some ass kind of thing, but they just kind of nod and grin a little bit toothy or half work grins and puff up. Do you all, um, arrest people often? And they look at each other and the, the lead one. No, not really. So you're just a deterrent, mostly. Like people see you on patrol and like, oh, I better not do something or I'll get in trouble. Well, we, regards, keep the peace. Okay. Protect the city officials, protect the people. Sure. 
Yeah, those officials, their their lives they can be in danger pretty often. Especially people, some of the higher right ones, higher up ones. Well, most people don't like tax collectors. Are they getting threats from people because of the taxes? And he frowns for a second. And it looks like he doesn't understand. What? Are people threatening? Are they angry? Are they they threatening the lords of Cauldron because of the taxes? Oh, no. They're just refusing to pay sometimes or tell us they can't be paid. What happens if they don't pay? They're given a warning, and then if they don't pay, well... It's just been a recent thing, but we've been told if after the warning they don't pay, then we confiscate their business or home or make re- amends or rep- rep- not reparation. We we take money value worth what the money is owed. But the tax collectors are the ones that tell us what to take, and we don't act on our own. We're we're here to keep the peace. Fairzone kind of kind of butts into the conversation a little bit. He says, "Who else has refused to pay their taxes?" And he he looks at the other two, and they all just kind of shrug, like I don't know, like they like they don't really pay attention. Um, but they're basically like I don't know. Have you had to enforce this? We haven't, but the tax collectors have. I mean, they give them uh, a warning, and but it's it's not been long enough to worry about yet. We give them a month, right? That's plenty of time to come up with the tax money, the Joe. I don't know. I don't know how much taxes a business has to pay. And they basically like they shrug again, like neither do we. I don't know. All right. Well, how often do you usually go out on uh, with a tax collector? Well, daily. We go make our rounds. There's not that many tax collectors in town, so they have to go around. It's a it's an everyday job just to get every business and and taxpayer in town with the taxpayers we have with the the tax collectors that we have so we're out every day have we have we is is are the tax collectors something that we've run into i don't remember that we've specifically run into somebody that's you know has a little badge you know a little dollar sign on their on their cloak that says you know you've not personally like interacted with one Mm mm-hmm but now that they're talking about it and they're like they're out every day going to all these different businesses and houses, you've seen them. You just didn't pay much attention to it because it was just a bunch of guards and somebody. And typically it's, it's exactly what you imagine. Like the merchant of Venice kind of like weird hat, like fluffy uh, velvet, red velvet coat. And they have their ledger and their quill pen going through taking notes and uh, you know, Acquiring the taxes that are owed. In, in the in the ledger that Mavu had, did, um, how long had he had it been since he stopped paying his taxes? This last tax, uh, this past month, I okay. guess. Okay. okay. 
So it, this it, last this last time it lines up with the timeline that they're yeah. that they've established. So. Yeah, it's only been one time. He's only like refused once, but looking at the taxes that he paid previously, the new taxes were double what they were the previous month, and then those were even, in your own personal opinion, very very high. Step one, they put a lien on your house. Step two, summer number hawk. Step three, kidnapped. <laughs> yes. It's pretty standard procedure, really, when it comes to taxation. Yes, pretty standard. <laughs> pretty standard stuff. Pretty standard. <laughs> uh, is struggling with this door. I rolled a 13. You, uh, thir- how much? 13? You got it. It was, it's <laughs> not, uh, well, okay. So I, I was discussing this with Heath, my brother, over the weekend, and I finally come with come up with a nice formula to give myself an idea of what is a good and uh, fair uh, DC for particular anything, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm a 3.5. I'm a Pathfinder brain guy, right? Everything's like... You know, a 30 is a decent roll because you have plus all this garbage, right? So I have in my head what these DCs are, and they're not like 3.5 and uh, Pathfinder. A 13 is pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you nailed that lock. Had I come up with this through Jadarun, y'all slash might have been a little bit easier. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, 13, you pop it. Maybe even more fingers. Yeah. For, but then, yeah. yeah. No. But then my my hatred of gnomes would be slightly less racially motivated. Right. <laughs> so, in five E terms, a seven is not that bad. Mm. A seven is respectable. <laughs> and and Heath and Rachel are laughing because I would bring that crap up all the time yeah. in our home game because yeah. I rolled a seven once. I'm like, that's not that bad. <laughs> so, yeah. So 13, yeah, you pop the lock. No problem. And it's during the conversation that these guys have been having with the guards. And, and the guards, uh, you know, during this, this whole thing, they don't seem they don't seem nervous or like they're trying to hold things back. You did feel like they were lying about the amount of time they've been actual guards in the city. But they've they've positioned themselves to uh, as like a small perimeter around the areas you guys are working in, and they're just very attentive, you know, mm-hmm. slight attention, but openly, at, uh, you know, talking to you guys and answering everything, all the questions. Okay, Tarathiel's back is wildly itchy as he's on his knees picking a lock with three guards standing by. <laughs> <laughs> so you pop the lock, and it, you obviously can open the door. Um, you open it up, you've got dark vision, you look inside and you see basically what I described with, uh, Pazel. pardon me. There are just crates all along the walls. There are pathways through them. You see a partitioned area with another door that looks like obviously the, uh, the office of the warehouse. Um, not much else. It's quiet. Not much else is going on. Not much else is going on. Tarathiel pulls a copper coin out of a pouch and just rolls it across the floor. <laughs> One can never be too safe. <laughs> Sometimes things like they, they turn out to have teeth, but they really like copper. <laughs> so that is not, your... Not you, coppers. 
they sorry. miss it. It goes completely <laughs> over the head. They're just looking around. Like, mm-hmm, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's good. See, you throw your, your mimic bait through there and nothing bites. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, this is a bust. Is there any and, magic around that you can detect? Hmm, okay. Good idea. I'll cast detect magic. Okay. On, cast you, detect, detect magic. <laughs> <laughs> you cast your ritual. Everybody, you move in. The guards move in with you. You take a look around. You check things out. Um, finish your ritual and no, no magic. Nothing out, nothing out of the ordinary. You okay. detect magic from your friends. But nothing new. Um, the office is open. You walk inside. There are ledgers, but there nothing shows anything out of the ordinary. It shows. It does support what was in Mavu's uh, house ledger, as in like the numbers match up, like export, import, all these different things. Taxes going up, losing revenue, losing money, blah blah blah. Uh- I imagine Kaldun's ritual casting is a bit like Tai Chi. So I kind of <laughs> see like Kaldun in the foreground is doing the casting and then it just like pans out and you just see Ferzan copying his moves behind him like slowly. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but it's cool. Tripping and falling occasionally. <clears throat> yeah. uh, Ferzan is going to walk over to the nearest crate and just, uh, yeah. Oh no. Open it up. Pop it open? Yep. Um, Crowbar, that bad boy. Yeah, there are standard uh, non-weapon or armor, but like standard supplies for logistics for uh, a military or a guard group. So horseshoes and saddles or, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. supplies, supplies. Okay. And the plus three oh. Vorpal Taco that Dr. Flo <laughs> mentioned. That's <laughs> right, with chocolate. With Ferzant Ferzant opens it up and he turns around and says, Look, supplies. Uh, (laughs) Everything seems to be normal here. I thought this was supposed to be the food guy. No, this was this is Mavu, the other one. This is Mavu. Ghirardelli. No, what was the other one? What the other guy's name? Garibaldi. Garibaldi. Yeah, it's close. No, it wasn't Garibaldi. What what food guy are you talking about? Never mind. I thought you said that one of the two guys that you gave us the names for was like they were mostly about like food and meat and stuff like that. It's Garthen. Yeah. yeah. Garthen. Yes. Yes. You're exactly right. Garthen is more of a like perishable supplies versus uh, Mavu, who's got like uh, weapons, armor, right. equipment, things like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. There's the problem. We're in the wrong warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. In my head, we were. Anyway. Pop them all open. Okay. Well, I guess we'll yeah, leave and pull the door too. Do I have okay. to pick the door shut? <laughs> no, you can lock it from the inside. No problem. Just latch it and pull the door yeah. shut. Yeah. Hook the chain right. and like. What's next? Uh, we've already looked in eleven and thirteen, which are both Mavu's places, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's where the actual attack occurred. You know, Skies is 17. She's an importer. Yep. Now, you guys, to discuss talking to her about um, whether or not her tax influx, or you discuss going talking to her about something, um, 
but came to the realization that she does not do mundane items. She only does magical weaponry and magical items, magical armor. Um, biomechanics tax code. Well, it was, it was, I forgot the discussion, <laughs> but you were like, you know, Mavu's missing. He does this. Let's talk to other people that do imports and see. By all means, you can go talk to her. Um, I can't remember the conversation, though, at this point. But she's open. I think, I think my, my, my thought to if the Umber Hulk, like if we hadn't been there, um, that the Umber Hulk would have gotten something else. Uh, I don't know if that's. Do you think that might be a quicker check to um, check the, another warehouse along that along the street, or do you think Skies is better use of the time? I'm not sure what you're asking me. Oh, um, <clears throat> well, I was asking the party. Oh, um, if they thought that we should go to Skies, well, fun, <laughs> <laughs> um, or uh, check if there's any other warehouses along the. Um, uh, along that avenue that might you know if maybe that was just the distraction and somebody else got uh, robbed that's kind of okay. what I thought we were doing so I would say yes I'd like to do that okay I think it's it's wildly coincidental if it happened to be Mavu's warehouse that gets knocked over at the same time that Mavu goes missing at the same time that there's nobody <laughs> working in Mavu's other warehouse like True. it all points back to Mavu in some way, shape, or form, at the same time as Marvel stopped paying their taxes. Uh, but we should we should check. Yeah. So, what are you checking? Like, what? Give me an idea. What? what what's your plan? What you want to do? But, well, my my thought was to see if there's another warehouse on um, what Lava Avenue. Um, lava, magma, where we where we had well, it's it's with... it's lava, it's yeah. lava. Yeah, the only other one that I see is um, uh, sixteen, which is well, Garthens Imports. Assuming it's a warehouse, it is. It's the Magma Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Gar- Garthen was the other one that I just thought you know might uh, just check. Yeah, just to see if anything unusual has happened. Um, yeah, that should be should be rather rather quick. Okay. You go to Garthens, and it's it is a warehouse with a storefront. Okay. Right, so it's like a, almost like a grocery, but they go go back and get the stuff for you. You walk inside. There's a a, a young man at the the counter, and he looks at you. You know, bright. You know, he actually gets a little excited because he recognizes you guys as well. Welcome to Garthens Imports. What can I do for you? So I'm going to pause for just one second. So okay. right now. When we walk into a building, we've got a, we got a little bit of celebrity notoriety, right? Absolutely. Like, Everywhere oh, you go. cool. There's someone here. Yep. But inevitably, we go places and stuff gets broke, you know, and people die and all that kind of stuff. I'm just wondering where this is going to go. It's going to tip. And it's like, we'll walk in the room. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> is you there disaster fo- Yeah. Is there disaster <laughs> following? Not there yet. So, I mean... This whole Umber Hulk thing happened hours ago, like two, three hours ago, if that, mm-hmm. like not a whole, whole long time ago. But, you know, rumors moves at the speed of light on top of the fact that you've saved, you know, slaves, you've saved this, you've done that, all, all the things that you've done. Nothing is a secret. Like, you know, you've done all these things mm-hmm. 
and you've done it with either uh, at the request of the the city or with the blessing of the city or this side or the other. So everything you're doing is very well known. And even this recent thing where this attack from this gigantic strange beast on Lava Avenue, that word's getting out that you killed it and you saved townspeople. So, I mean, everywhere you go, you 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 have celebrity status for what that's worth. Cool. So when you're walking down the street, people are like looking at you and like they'll wave or want to shake your hand, but not obnoxiously. You're not that. You know. You know, I mean, you're not Brad Pitt. Come on. I mean, you're you're. Uh, I don't know. Brad Pitt's Somebody, an actor. Yeah. Well, he's celebrity, right? So <laughs> you're more like uh, Celine Dion. I don't know. She's she seems lower what? in my opinion, but <laughs> she's Canadian. It's a different town. <laughs> Oh my god. How dare you say that about her? Celine Dion? That's a, she hasn't said in 15 years. You are no Brad Pitt. You're more Vegas? like Celine Dion. <laughs> what uh, scale is this exactly? I'm not quite sure. Yes, where do we fall on the scale of uh, On the Celine Dion to Brad Pitt. Oh, Celine Dion to Brad Pitt. How famous are you? Oh my god. Josh Brolin. Uh, <laughs> I'm just hoping that uh, you know our hearts will go on. Um, Hopefully, right. she's not listening. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, she is a dedicated listener. Well, there <laughs> are eight people listening right now, so you never know. Yeah, on a scale, Coward says you on a scale of Ryan Reynolds to Celine Dion, where do we fall? Oh, we're not going to talk about the Almighty Reynolds. <laughs> he doesn't. He's he's off the scale here. <laughs> Fares on looks at, looks at the Indian government has apologized for Brian Adams on several occasions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fares on will uh, look at look at the uh, gentleman behind the counter and he says, "Have there been any disturbances today in in your business in your place of business?" Well, here in the shop, no. But I heard about what you guys did down the street with that big big monster. It's really really cool. So nothing unusual happened here today? Here? No. No. Gosh, no. Business is a little bit slow, but nobody's really coming out anymore because, you know, the murders. What murders? Well, the the, the stuff that happened at Mavu is the, mur- you know, people dying. Oh. oh, okay, okay. Oh, those. Okay. Oh, those murders. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's so many we have to differentiate. Yeah. Well, just, the, <laughs> just, the, just the normal amount of murders. Yeah. Okay. Average murder day. Mm. Fairzone kind of he picks up a, a you know, I don't know, an apple or something like that, kind of tosses it around. He says, "Well, you could take the groceries to the customers." We don't have that business model set up and planned, so he picks up a uh, he picks up a uh, turnip. He said, "You could call it tuber." Oh no! Is it turnip a tuber? I don't know. It's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. <clears throat> I, think, uh, I think you still get you, inspiration. You can't. <laughs> you can't lose inspiration. I think I Matt, just I, <laughs> Matt may harm me physically. I I, I, I just I, I can't respond at this point. <laughs> Letting that one go. Right. Just let <laughs> just let it go. Uh, but, okay, that's a great plan. Uh, Mr. Fairzon, 
we'll we'll <laughs> definitely take that into account. And actually, you never know. But next year, like they're the biggest import exporter of tubers in all of Greyhawk because <laughs> they deliver door to door for a mon- for a nominal price. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. No, theory nothing's of, nothing's either already happened here. Yeah, theory of zero <laughs> says tuber and orcs attack. Hopefully no orcs attack, but okay. Uh, Ferzon says okay, and he'll put a couple of silver on the on the counter and take his take his turn up in his apple. Um, thank you very much. He starts making change, and you know, like silver's way more than one. And he hands you back a handful of copper. Feed. <laughs> I have too many of these. P- puts them in his pocket. All right. Okay. I think we have exhausted this avenue of investigation. Mm-hmm. Any other I think ideas? Maybe, I think maybe at this point we should wait, maybe go to dinner, see if Mabu shows up just because that's where he goes to eat. And if not, wait till tomorrow, see if he shows back up. I mean, he could have left. There are f- three other gates we didn't check. Uh, do we have enough time to get to the gates before dinner? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So you go through the other three gates, just basically asking the same questions. Did Mavu leave? Here's the description. And uh, the other three gates, they neither recognize who Mavu, well, they've heard the name, but they don't recognize him, nor had they seen him left. And none of, the, and none of their uh, ledgers show that he's left or come or gone from their gates anywhere in their books. So, like, at least a month ago. Okay. Nothing of them. All right. And Heath, make sure you mark down the uh, the gold for that. Gold for what? <laughs> the the, the, the donations bribe. you give to the bribe for the, <laughs> that's the what cops. You did, that's what you did at the East Gate. You gave them gold so we could... Oh, I did. Ledger. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I took it off. For when I was talking to the East Cake guy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but okay. All right. I mean, from uh, at this point, I think we're just going to start having to knock on doors and say, can we check your basement? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any Umber Hulks or Purple Jukes? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fresh out of ideas. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm serious. I think we just need to basically eat and sleep on it. Okay. See if yeah. he shows it tomorrow. Okay. Right. I can eat to dinner. Definitely. All right. So what's next? What's the name of the place that we had reservations? Koinixie? The Koinixie? Yeah. No, not the Koinixie. The other one. I'm sorry. Cusp the solar sunrise. cup of juice. Cusp of sunrise. The cusp <laughs> of sunrise. Right. Keep getting those backwards. So you do have... Juice. You do have reservations. He did mention that you need to be in your uh, finery at best. Uh, so if you go without changing into at least, so like Fairzone, you're wearing magical armor. It is resplendent. You look magnificent in your armor. Why? Thank you. If you- if you're wearing <laughs> non-magical armor or non-mastercraft or all this, so it needs to be like mastercraft or you know something that you uh, had created from Kellen's clothing or something like that. You need to have some finery on yourself in order to even get into the door. Um, basically, saying like you show up and you're wearing like your leathers and your your crossbow. He's like, 
there's no deer in here to hunt and you look like crap. So they send you away saying, if you're going to come back here, you need to be dressed nicely. Um, I'm going to assume that you acquiesce to the request. I am inclined to acquiesce. Okay. So you head back and you hit, you are shown to your table and the four of you are sitting there and you have a fifth table or fifth uh, chair available. Um, again, this is not the nobility house, but it is very, very ritzy. And you see, you do see some nobles, um, probably minor nobles at best. Xenon, Argon. <laughs> do you have inspiration? <laughs> And you sit, and they bring out, uh, you know, your your unlimited breadsticks and salad and your water, and you hang out for an hour, and no Mavu. Well, next road, another half hour. (laughs) We're just getting slowly pissed at it. More more breadsticks. Hey, but you're getting all the breadsticks you can stand. Um, No Mavu. Worth it. Two hours go by. Garcon, I've been hearing about this thing called. T- tiramisu oh, um, <laughs> we had my, some of that didn't we did we have some of that my name is Linda and Garcon means boy so <laughs> yes. but yes we have tiramisu I apologize <clears throat> I'm new here it's okay uh, sure and they go bring out the dessert cart and there are all different kinds of delicacies uh, red velvet cake tiramisu uh, carrot cake with honest god real ice uh Cream cheese icing, um, all kinds of things. Real carrots, looks, real carrots, real cakes. This cake, this cake is very crunchy. <clears throat> and you go through and you eat these things, and two hours pass, two and a half hours pass, and it's coming towards closing time, and Mavu never shows up. Oh, throw us out. And they're like, you know, giving you the the. Uh, the waiter stare, you've been here for three hours, you need to go, you're paying rent, kind of, I, you know. I've been here for five hours. You're five hours, you go now. <laughs> I call out, I say, cut right. <laughs> <laughs> and they finally do ask, you know, we're closing, if you wouldn't mind, please. Uh, Get the hell out. We'd like to go home. There's a part there's a party. There's an after party for all the waiters and cook and you're you're holding things up. Closing time. (laughs) You don't have to go home. We just can't stay here. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. Pay toss tab. Five hundred gold. Uh five gold between the between all of you. Oh, okay. We'll make sure to tip, right. tip each of the wait staff that came to our table at least a gold. Okay. Can oh, you put mine yeah. on Harvey's tab. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> and and they do. They nod. Oh, sure, of course. All right, I give them a thumbs up. And they they little, they scratch through right a little zero in the tip area. Just the majority of the bill is going to go in his tab, but gotcha. I'll tip twenty-five percent. Twenty-five percent. So you finish up. You get your doggy bags. Um, 
head out. You were stood up by Mavu, who didn't actually know you had. Uh... <laughs> He'll find out. Yeah. With his He's bill. at the taco stand. Yeah, He'll see his bill and be like, what the hell happened? What the hell? Quick story time. I was reading an article, and this was about Stephen Hawking, and he did an experiment where he showed up at his party, and he waited, and none of the guests showed up. And then he sent the invitations. He was doing it. He was doing it. He was doing it. An experiment in causality? Experiment yes, an experiment in causality. Yes, exactly. And he tested that you, in fact, did have to invite the attendees. I, um, did he actually do that? Yeah, I think he did. Oh, nice, nice. I, I did an IT job in a government department, and we did an installation. After two years of work, we went and did the, the final installation into production. And part of doing that is that we had to smoke test everything. So we had to try everything, which included the ability to take a credit card payment. Uh, there is no real way to truly test a credit card payment without making one. So I just charged my credit card three bucks just to see, like, does the money come out of my credit card? Did it show up in the bank? Yes, it did. I don't need that three bucks back. And I went on about my life. Three weeks later, a very harried-looking accountant showed up and said, "Are you, are you Mike Minutillo?" I'm like, "Yes." Here's a check for three dollars. Don't do that again. Because <laughs> they're a government department, and they're not allowed to keep that money. Oh, <laughs> you should do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I was tempted. I was tempted like, on every every deployment after that. I was really for eighty-five cents, like a stick of gum or something. Give me a check for three dollars. It probably cost the government hundreds of dollars to to find and print that check and hand it off to somebody. But yeah. All right. It is pushing midnight. You're standing outside this ritzy hotel or uh, uh, diner. You know, hot dogs and grease and <laughs> no Mavu. Door to Mavu's house just to see. Go back to Mavu's. Uh, you approach it, go around the corner. It is dark, and you knock, and the door is locked. Checking that. Nothing's changed. All right. Well, I think it's kind of late, and I'm probably tipping close to a food coma, so I'm going to probably head over <laughs> to the Morkoth and get a room. Okay. Head to the Morkoth. Everybody, general agreement? Yeah. 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 Frizzon's jogging because he had like 14 Diramasus. Gotta burn it off. What do you guys want to do? What do you guys want to do? Come on. That's a lot of caffeine. Switch to the decaf Diramasu. It's going to take laps around Obsidian Avenue. So you head back to the Morkoth. You hold up for the night and wake up the next morning. No problems. You're still level seven. I'm not going to give you a level. Oh, man. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Um, I don't think we ever actually went over our level stuff, though, by the way. Did we? It, you know what? You're right. Level seven potentially could. All right. Let's do that real quick. Uh, let me look at my facial. Okay. I'm first. So, Rachel. What did you get, Matt? Yeah, <laughs> pain in the ass. What, what happened at level seven for your Rachel? Of course, you came back at level seven, so it's yeah, hard to differentiate what happened. So you're level seven cleric. You have level four spells. Um, Ooh. You've you've got your um, what's that ability can do now twice per short rest. Channel divinity. Uh, channel divinity. You can do that twice now. Um, it's 
pretty much it level seven for clerics, right? I mean, yeah, for those spells and. I didn't get all, like, I mean, I got a lot of cool stuff, but nothing that's like groundbreaking. It was just basically, I think, the Channel Divinity. Okay. And for level up. spells, of course. Fourth level but, spells. Yeah, that's it. So, did you find anything? fourth level spell that was really interesting like I've got to have this or was it just kind of like a I don't know what to take <laughs> uh, I mean there was a couple in there but I'm going to keep them in my pocket all right, all right. keep your cool, secrets really cool stuff you keep your, it's okay you keep your, <laughs> yeah. keep your secrets and they, oh, it makes it more dramatic like I it's didn't nice. know she had that Whoa. <laughs> what yeah <laughs> I can't use it against her <laughs> uh, fairs on level seven fighter Battle Person, Battlemaster, Battlemaster. Battle uh, so at level seven, he gets two uh, two additional um, maneuvers, battle Battlemaster maneuvers. So that's cool, and an additional superiority die. That's always fun. Um, hopefully, hopefully does, few, hmm? does the actual die go up like from D six to D eight to D whatever, or is it always always D six? At level ten, the D eights turn into D ten. Oh, the D eights. Okay. All right, cool. Um, and then he does have this ability, which I'm not quite sure um, oh, yeah. how useful it's going to be. Um, it's it's a it's a one minute uh, observation, observing and interacting with another creature, and then you can um, know if it is your equal, superior, or inferior to you in two of the characteristics of your choice. So you can choose. Uh, strength score, deck score, constitution score, armor class, current hit points, total levels, or fighter levels. So the fact that it takes a minute of interaction, um, you know, unless we're up against a uh, big bad that's going to monologue for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, reconnaissance, study target. Yeah, it, it's been I mean, known to would... happen in Ravenloft. Mm-hmm. You, you, would, you would know at the end of this day, like after hanging out with those half orcs, you would know that you could take them out. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So, could... case in point, you have done that with all three of those guards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I also, mean... you, could, you, you could beat them at Baccarat. You know that, too. <laughs> 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 Is there a limit to how often you can do it or anything like that? Or is it just like, I spend a minute, I. Get some info. Yeah, it doesn't. It does not seem to have a limit, um, but at each minute you get to know two things. So, so it's cumulative. If you spend mm-hmm. minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, tell me again. What? Uh, just strength. real quick. Look, strength. Strength. They're not. Con. They're not as strong as you. They're not as dexterous. Dexterous as you. Uh, he's got ten dexterity. So. Uh, they're more dexterous than you. What's your con? Constitution is sixteen. They're not as con. They don't have as con the highest con as you. Okay, armor class. Uh, higher is higher or lower? Is that all we're talking about? Yeah, higher or lower. Lower. I was gonna yeah, I could assume that. <laughs> hit hit points sixty. Lower. Much lower. Yeah, my lo- lower. Yeah, and then levels. Lower. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember when uh, Rachel's fighter picked that up you used it several times didn't you mm-hmm. yeah well we interacted a lot with our enemies or it was just kind of like a i don't know parlay like where it was just uh-huh. like you were just kind of chatting with them kind of feeling each other out but yep. it, it actually allowed us a lot of really good insights so yep. it yeah, was actually pretty cool 
it it seems subtle or not a very very powerful but the fact that it's cumulative non-stop all day long doesn't no restrictions like it's just yeah. you just you just eyeball people constantly yeah. Yeah. It's like in Ravenloft, the the enemies play with their food, so you get mm-hmm. plenty of time <laughs> yeah. to interact with them. <clears throat> That's fair. awesome, but gross. <laughs> right. It is. That's, it that's, works a, good, out. that's a good definition of uh, Ravenloft. Awesome, but gross. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, what are you doing to that burrito? <laughs> Nothing to see here. All right, Heath Caldoun, anything, anything with seventh level? Fourth level spells. Um, is pretty much, I mean, the big deal. And uh, the like two... improved invisibility, which we've seen That's that. one of them, which yep, I yep. love dearly. Yep. It's just like, that's my murder mode spell. Um, and polymorph. I'm looking forward to that oh, one. All right. <clears throat> and um, so I didn't talk about this, but we had some time recently that elapsed. And um, I do have some money. So there's a a couple of fourth level spells I would like to buy, like from the blue crater. Yeah. But I, yeah, you, I haven't, you I, months. I haven't written, I haven't written those down yet. Okay. You did have months. Okay. So yeah, I've got a couple of spells, maybe three that I'd like to get for fourth level. Um, Arcane eye banishment. And there's one more. Oh, um, dimension door. So after the, the fight on, um, magma with the, the umber Hulk, um, because there was a lot of invisibility involved, I went through and did like a deep, deep delve dive into invisibility and how that shit works in 5e. And I got it. Like, <laughs> I get it. I understand everything there is to know about invisibility. So the next time that comes up, it will not be a question and we'll be able to figure it out. Because I imagine Terethiel will spend the, the rest of his ca- character's <laughs> Like entire yeah. life invisible. Yes, so it, but I, I was going to say I, I deliberately didn't because Tarathiel doesn't know how it works. So <laughs> I kind of want to be able to get into the situation like, where I just, accidentally like, give myself what? away and then learn the and then learn the lesson. <laughs> so then I won't bring it up until you screw up. How about that? Yep. Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> Got it. I'll take care of that. I just wonder if you're invisible, does the light actually reflect off the? Uh, you know, does it? Nope. We'll find out. You're invisible. And it's so absolutely 100% counterintuitive. I mean, all of it. But, you know, like Mike said, we'll find this out next time when you guys get invisible in a, a fighty fighty scene. Anything else, Scott? No, that's pretty much it. All right, Mr. Mike, what about Tarathiel? I got an extra sneak attack die, bringing me up to a total of four, oh, uh, oh. which is which is gross. Uh, and evasion. So good luck. Oh, <laughs> double gross. Oh my God. What does that do? Uh, so area of effect things like uh, fireballs, for instance, uh, are much easier for me to avoid. Uh, what is it, the actual thing? Do I get? It's like half, uh, or, half uh, or all. If I would take half, then I take none if I succeed on the saving throw. Yeah. And if I fail, then I only take half. So I can only yeah. ever take half at the worst. Gross. That's nice. awesome. I don't like it. I hate it. Completely. <laughs> but well, I add, good, add that into un, un, uncanny dodge, which doesn't actually come up that often because Strathiel doesn't get swung at very often because he's normally on the fringes of the battle. But uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So you guys sleep tonight, wake up the next morning, get some breakfast with Nalini, and she goes about fluttering around the drunken Morkoth. And early, early that morning, you uh, a, a woman comes in while you're having breakfast, and you recognize her. She's a beautiful blonde woman, and you recognize her from um, the uh, the play area. When you went and talked to all the nobles, and you saw the uh, the fight between uh, Nebtheraton and Quinixie. But it was the, the ball. You recognize her ball. It was the woman that was sitting with uh, Lord Volantru, Celeste. And she walks in, and she's regal. I mean, she is just, you know, dressed to the nines, obviously nobility. She walks in. She walks to your table, and she has a big smile on her face. And she literally walks up with several uh, folded parchments in her hands, in her hand, and, and sets it on the table. And she looks, and she, I, I would like to invite you to the Koi Nixie. Word has gotten out uh, what you've done on Magma Street uh, near Mavu's warehouse and defeating the monster. And not just so much do we want to recognize you for your good deeds, but we have a proposition for you. And she smiles and she just basically bows out and like turns to leave. Would you like a biscuit? Uh, no, no. That's too many carbs. I haven't had a carb in 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some bacon? Rabbit and cheese. If you don't order food at a restaurant, they just keep bringing you bread. <laughs> she turns around. Bacon? <laughs> <laughs> she grabs a snag of it, puts it in her mouth, and then turns to leave. Delicately, of course. Yes. <laughs> Well, we know she's not on the keto diet because she didn't say so. <laughs> Nor does she do CrossFit. So that's right. <laughs> is, that not, is that an Australian joke too, or is that just an American thing? No, no, no. It's, uh, how do you know your coworker is on keto? Because they'll tell you. They tell you. Yeah. Normally, it's the joke because, is ruder than that. It's because it's so like you have to think about it so much. What can I eat? No, it's because they're bragging. Is it? Yeah, it really is. It's it's like oh, because they've had mild success at weight loss, and they think yeah. they're fat. I look keto, and I, I, yeah, all that stuff. I too have eaten a keto food, and I too have been to a gym where they do offer uh, exercise, angry fitness, or CrossFit <laughs> as we call it. I never thought about it that way. Angry fitness. I haven't either. So, like, real quick, have you? This is how my brain works orthogonally. (laughs) Have you ever been to a CrossFit class? Ever Uh anybody in your life? Uh It should also be known as "you will not walk for five days" class because I've been to several of them, not in a row, but like intermittently. Every single time, I'm like holding onto the walls to sit down to take a dump because I'm afraid to fall down. (laughs) Like it's that bad. Like pushing myself up quads are gone and that's one experience one one hour class it's legit i mean you look at those people and they're in shape yeah 
Yeah, they it, are. But it sucks. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> so, yeah, Celeste comes in, she drops off these notes, and just as quickly as she walked in to hand them to you, she just heads on out with her strip of bacon and leaves the uh, drunken Morkoff. Uh, do you open the floor of the papers? Of yeah. I'm afraid yeah. it's going to be a tax bill. <laughs> how many, right. How many cobs are in a taco now that she brings it up? <laughs> uh, all, all of them. Say the answer. All are we talking them. about cowards tacos or like a diff, like he's got cowards got street tacos. Yeah, or are yeah. we talking about like Taco Bell tacos? Because those are carb fest. Cowards, they're on the up and up. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Okay. I open up the carefully folded, wax sealed, probably 30 gold piece invitation. Yes. Gold it is embroidered. It is absolutely gorgeous. It is sealed with a, with a, a wax seal that you have to break open. Yeah. Um, oh, glitter bomb. And you, it's, it's a, it is a very well written, very nicely, very nicely written uh, invitation to the Coin Dixie tomorrow night uh, at eight o'clock to join Celeste and guests. So we are. Is, is it written that we are guests of Celeste? Yes. Okay. And you, like, she handed it to you as a handful, but. There are four different names. They all have your own individual names on them. So they're individual invitations to this place tomorrow night. Okay. Right, she got my middle name. <laughs> Where did she get How did that? she know? Where did she get that? She just put like a three-finger mark on it. <laughs> that was redacted. <laughs> and you finish breakfast. Um, Beignets particular- and coffee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Queen of Mons. Yeah, and uh, by the way, Heath, I meant to ask you, how was the apple fritter? It was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, the dough. Um, it they use different kind of dough there. Yeah, you know Which that is. most most donuts. No, it's a place called Status uh, Dough. Status oh. Dough. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that one. It's delicious. It's close to my apartment, and I'm really unhappy about it. <laughs> yeah, it's but, almost like they use. They use dough that rise, either they let it rise more or it's got more um, yeast in it or something. It's fluffier. It's like bread rather than like what you would expect in a donut. It's kind of it's different. It also has, it feels, I feel like it's got applesauce in the actual dough itself. Not like it apple chunks, but like, yep. oh, I love it. It's just my absolute favorite apple fritter. I'm an apple fritter fiend. Yeah, so am I. And so far, the best one I could find in town would be Weigel's, which is, you know, <laughs> it's, a local, it's a local grocery store or a local gas station. Yeah. But this is, this is my new, anyway, I had to know your opinion of the, the apple fritter. It's a 1,000 calorie sin. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, there's Delicious. a, there's a uh, cinnamon roll place near us that, oh my goodness, those, that there's, there's at least 1,200 calories per cinnamon roll. But it's surprising how good they are because they are... Um, uh, like what uh, was it? They're organic and vegan and gluten free and all of all of this stuff. And it's sounds like terrible. It, it sounds it sounds like it would <laughs> taste terrible, but we didn't even know until like the third or fourth time 
we went there. <laughs> the third and fourth one I ate. <laughs> oh, jeez. So many calories. <laughs> I started oozing lard out of my pores. Oh, these are good. Oh, and they're vegan. Good. I'll eat a fourth. That means I can have another one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but, but fantastic. This is basically a salad. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. There's a bean, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we've we've had our cinnamon rolls and beignets and, and apple fritters and 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 one single cup of coffee. So you go about your day, but as you leave for breakfast, you walk out, and the notice board that you guys have seen a hundred times before, mm -hmm. typically bare, but the things that you notice happen to be like, you know, I need help hailing or bailing hay. Or yada yada yada, it is note after note after note after note asking for Caldun and Ferzon and Tarathiel and Alma, like requesting your presence. I need to see you. Can you come see me? Like over and over and over again. You see something from uh, a note from Jinya. Uh, asking your presence. You see a note from Tursen Skellion, the the Sir. Listed as Sir Tursan Skellion, the captain of the guard, you see uh, a note from um, uh, written by a page of Severin Tnelamat, the actual uh, uh, mayor, Lord Lord Mayor of the city. You see um, a note that just says, "Come have a beer at Tip Tankard." XX. You see another one that has. Uh, Come see me at. Uh, come see me soon, Shinson. You just see all these different notes overnight. I feel like I'm looking at my email spam folder. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but every single person that's left a note requesting your presence, you recognize the names or you see who they are, and you. And there's actually one there from Celeste, but she did walk in the door personally, seeing that you were there. Um, but there's a note up there she apparently didn't take down when she left. Seek me out at the Koi Nixie. Um, like to, like to discuss something with you. So overnight, you've been requested five, six different people to come talk to them. This is unusual. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I think I understand how William Shatner felt after Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a lot. Not after T.J. Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we've moved closer to Celine Dion than Brad Pitt now. <laughs> I can almost taste it. <laughs> oh. that's, that's definitely a <laughs> And I'll, it's I'll, I'll move it closer in my diagram. <laughs> and it's been two hours, so we're gonna cut tonight off and pick up next week to see what all these people want from you. Sticky notes. That's a ton of sticky notes. Yeah. Yep. Tons and tons of sticky as notes. As long as there's not like red red string in between them. You know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and if, if, if you're here live, uh, drop a message in the uh, Age of Heroes Discord for the sticky note you would like to appear on the message board. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hand-drawn hand sticky notes. That's right. Make Matt read them. <laughs> Out loud. Yeah. And if you're here live, then you're either one of us or Coward. <laughs> us here right now? There was a few people. Uh, I, I did see. There was Siri of Zero oh, and Doctor oh. Fo were here. 
Yeah, yeah. There were several people here tonight. So, was, okay. and Ren, Ren, Ren yeah. was here. Uh, Good to see everybody. Luminous Groove was here for a little bit. A luminous Groove, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Always nice to see people jumping in, dropping out. Uh, but there is an, uh, there is something that uh, should probably be noted within the next couple of weeks. What's that? Something that I announced already last week? Yeah. Yes. Uh, just a reminder. Okay. Sure. Um, it is the final episode of Rocks and Rune Lords live stream on Twitch on September? No. August? August. <laughs> August 20th? August 20th, yes. 2 p.m. on Twitch uh, Eastern Standard, so... You know. You know. And I believe the penultimate episode dropped for patron backers this morning. So the, the, the last audio to episode is out. Oh, hey, we're caught up. Yeah. So join us. It will be fun. It will be live. And it might be long or it might be really, really short. <laughs> <laughs> there won't be an in-between. I'm almost certain of it. But either way, like it's going to be a lot I'm of fun. Gonna, if it starts to look like it's going short, I'm going to like put everyone in slow motion to, <laughs> for the stream. This is how I know you. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Thanks for joining us tonight. We will see you next Monday Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. on Twitch. Have a good night. Have if you're hearing this, oh. you're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Do what? Oh, Dr. Foe, still here. Hey, man, good. I'm glad you joined us. Dr. Foe is a buddy of ours, and he is a, a bartender uh, where I work and spend time when I'm not working. <laughs> home away from home. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a good one. Bye, Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. The preemptive sneeze blessing. <laughs> yes, causality. <laughs> <laughs>